0: Hi, this is Elisa Nguyen. I'm on the team here at Second Students West and I wanted to welcome you to our podcast today. If you wanna follow along with what our ministry is doing, check us out on Facebook or Instagram at Second Students West. I hope what you hear today pushes, stretches, and inspires you in your walk. Enjoy the podcast. Uh, Does anybody have like their real life situations like in your own life, have any nail it or fail it moments? Where you're in a situation, and if there was some kind of magical pause button, it'd be a really funny nail it or fail it moment. Anybody? Anybody? No? Cool. Well, I have one that I'd like to share with you if you'd want to hear it. Um, anybody a foodie? Anybody like to eat a lot of food? Yes, yes. I love food. I love rice and noodles. It's pretty obvious. Why? Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, I love pasta. I love soups, and I especially love tacos. Tacos are my favorite foods in the world. There's an awesome taco truck down the street. Uh, it's called Taqueria El Toluca, and it's awesome. Um, but you can't just eat tacos by itself, right? You just can't eat them with just the meat and tortilla and vegetables. You have to eat it with a sauce, with salsa. Um, and I love spicy, spicy sauces. So um, when I one time I went, and I got, like, 10 small tacos, and I dumped that green sauce all over it, that uh, salsa verde, and um, I, I just love spicy. The thing is, my body doesn't like spicy at all. I like it, my body doesn't. So I downed those suckers. Um, and the next day, wasn't wasn't so nice. Um, I was sitting, I might have been at school, might have been upstairs at my desk. I'm not going to tell you when this happened because it's still really embarrassing for me, but I'm telling about it anyways, so I'll be vague about it. But one time I was sitting, and I felt my stomach rumbling. I felt it grumbling. It's growling at me. It's not doing so hot. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to have to let, let a fart out. Quietly, obviously. Obviously it's going to be quiet. So let's just pause right here, okay? And let's say there's a nail it or fail it moment. This is a nail it or fail it. Nailed it is when I farted and that's it. Fail it is, it's more than a fart, okay? So, raise a hand if you think I nailed it. Okay, all right. Well, raise your hand if you think I failed it. Guys, well, let me tell you, I nailed it. And and then I slowly failed it. I, I, I farted, and it was a clean one, and then I just kept pushing because <laughs> my stomach was hurting really bad. Um, and I thought it was all farts, but it wasn't. It was more than a fart. I, in case you don't understand what's happening, I pooped my pants on accident. But the thing is, guys, I should have known I should've known that this would've happened. I ate 10 really spicy tacos the night before. I should've expected that. Everybody say expectations. Expectations. And we all have expectations, guys, right? Um, Have you ever seen a Marvel movie? You expect to see mid-credit or end-credit scenes, right? Um, Another expectation you might have is, you're at school and a sub-teacher comes in. It's gonna be an easy day right? For the most part. Really? For me, like, whenever a substitute came in, they, like, just watched movies, and that was, that was my day. So it was really fun. Um, another expectation is if you didn't study for a test and you went in the next day to take the test, it might be really hard for you to take the test. That's just an expectation. And we have expectations like that as Christians. As believers in Christ, um, if, you have a fa- if you put your faith in Jesus, you should have expectations, some of that might look like, um, some, like you might expect to have disciplines, right? Like you are expected to pray, to read the Bible, to gather in community like, like church. You're expected to um, have a hope that maybe the rest of the world might not have, that the rest of the world is looking for. You, you have, you're expected to have that hope. And another expectation is you're going to go through some hard times. You're going to go through some struggles. You're going to go through trials. You're going to go through things that are going to make you uncomfortable. As a human, you're, you're going to go through that. As a Christian, expect that for sure. And if you have your Bibles, you can open up to 1 Peter. That's where our passage is going to be in chapter 2 verses, uh, chapter 3 verses 8 through 9. In this context right now, Peter is writing a letter to a group of people um, Encouraging them to be holy, encouraging them to be set apart from um, the rest of the world. And so here he's talking about you're going to go through some struggles, you're going to go through some hardships, and I, this is how I want you to experience that and how I want you to um, figure all that out. So if you have your Bible... Read along with me. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 8. Finally, this is the last part of the letter, talking about holiness. Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on contrary, bless. For to you, this you were called that you may obtain a blessing. So if you have your Bible or whatever, there's a subtitle right above that um, reading we just said, and it says, Suffering for Righteousness' Sake. But even before we get into re- to suffering, suffering, before we even get into that situation, he talks about what we should be as people first. There's a list of things that Christians should be. Because Peter is concerned about who you are, he's concerned about your character and your characteristics before um, what you are going through. Because who you are and what your character is will determine how you overcome these struggles or how you, how you take these struggles. So I'm going to go through this list and ask you how you are in this area as a Christian. In verse 8 again, it says, finally, all of you have unity of mind, are you gathering in, in a community where you are um, pushing and encouraging each other in the faith? Unity of mind. Do you have sympathy? Do you have compassion for people? Are you meeting with people who are hurt? Are you are you listening to them? Are you listening to their stories? Sympathy. Do you have brotherly slash sisterly love? It's it's hard to like people. It's even harder to love them. Brotherly, sisterly love, a tender heart towards people who are afflicted, towards people who are broken. Are, is your heart open to those people? And a humble mind. For me, pride is a struggle. It's easy for pride to seep in, for me to think that I'm all that. I don't know if you have that struggle. But do you have a humble mind? All of these are characteristics that we should have as Christians in order for us to go through circumstances that are hard so that we can come out of it. And some of these circumstances, um, they just come out because of our bad decisions. And those are just called consequences, right? If I got a really bad grade in a test or class because I didn't study, that's, that's not suffering because I'm a Christian. That's just suffering because I did an awful job studying. But if you lose friends, if you're struggling with people over social media, if you're going through um, anything like that, if you're going through grief of a lost one, who you are determines how you um, go through those circumstances. And then we're going to go to skip to verse 13 of the same chapter. You can read along with me. Now... Who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled, but in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you to make a defense for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. Guys, the way you go through your struggles, the way that you go through your trials, the way that you handle your situations as Christians, that is a testimony in itself. How you handle the hard things in life, how you handle grief, how you handle lost friends, how you handle fights with your friends, how you handle fights with your families, how you handle all of that is a testimony for who you are, but ultimately ultimately, it's a testimony for who you represent and that is Jesus. And in all of those things, honor Christ. In verse 17, for it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. And I want to close with this. In verse 18. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. So here's a here's a huge question I want to ask you. Why do we suffer? Why do we have to face hardships and struggles and difficult circumstances? You can get into the nitty-bitty, but, guys, it says it in verse 18, for Christ also suffered. If Jesus, who is our Lord and our King and our Savior, if he is going through all of that, shouldn't we? And here's the cool thing. As Jesus, who is fully God and fully human, he went through um, all of the sufferings that humanity has gone through. He knows what it's like to be hungry. He knows what it's like to be exhausted. He knows what it's like to grieve over over a loved one. He knows what it's like to feel actual, literal pain. Because here's the thing, guys. He he did all of that, not only so that we would have life in him, not only that we would have eternal life whenever this life fades away, but also so that while we're here, that we can go through suffering well, that we would handle those situations well. Because he made an example of how he can go through those hardships well. As Christians, as little christs that we should follow him in his footstep because he made a way for us